Yo, you just see this? What's up? According to Complex News and the New York Post, Shannon Sharp has reached a buyout, his agreement with Fox Sports 1, ending his partnership with Skip Bayless. Skip, skip, skip. It's done. I did see that. I mean, I haven't really followed the story too well. Like, have they been having a lot of issues lately? I don't, I don't know, honestly. I don't watch any of those morning shows. What up, what up, what up, Jason Spells in New York City. Brandon Adler coming to us this week from Newport Beach, California. Uh, you doing rich people stuff, I hear. Yeah, that's why I'm nowhere near that zip code whatsoever. Uh, sounds close enough to me. Um, yeah, I, I just saw it. I did see that, actually. Um, as I was pulling up to my place, that was one of the first things that popped up. And it, it's interesting because I always was under the assumption that him and Stephen A. had a really bad breakup. And I actually just listened to Stephen A.'s book that came out earlier this year, Straight Shooter. And he had a whole chapter that really was the opposite, where he really praised Skip. Skip kind of pulled him out of the trenches of hell when he had made a couple of mistakes negotiating and probably just overestimating his worth at ESPN. And I mean, I think most people remember he was basically off TV there for a little bit. Yeah. He got fired Um, on ESPN. Yeah. And Skip was the one that really brought him back. It was Skip that made it happen. And he had nothing but praises to say about him. Um, When Skip left for Fox, it was not over any disagreement. Uh, Ultimately, ESPN just really undervalued him and I think kind of his you know quote-unquote rabbi at ESPN moved over to Fox and when he did the writing was on the wall that he was going to try and bring Skip over there so I mean I definitely have seen clips where Skip and Shannon have had you know some difficult episodes here and there but I feel like that's bound to happen I mean just dealing with Skip in general but also having to figure out what was it that one time where like he didn't come to work and then Skip was trying to apologize and then he cut him off or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What was it was, that? um, it was, it, I can't remember exactly what the statement was, but it, it was a moment where Skip made, you know, something he said online more about him not wanting to apologize and more about him than, and than the teachable moment of like, Hey, sometimes you need to just shut up and listen. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what that was. I'm looking it up now. Of course, I just type in Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Beef, it was about a tweet that uh, Skip had put out. Who knows? I mean, this is a rabbit hole. I don't know if I need to go down. Right. And there was times where um, Skip, I think, him and Shannon just kind of went at each other personally over the last few months. So I'm sure, you know, there was just... Maybe they hit their. I think it's also funny. I think it's a good question. I'll say five years. Let's say five. Yeah, I was gonna say five years too. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and also pull out the fact that like Skip already started this club Shay Shay thing with the interviews. So as you see with media these days, like why should I do this whole thing on Fox's schedule, and Fox pay me a check when I can go do it on my own schedule and get the money head up by going to YouTube? Pat McAfee, right? Case in point. So I think it was a mixture of all of those things. Once again, this is pure spitball. And I didn't know that this had broken apart until literally logging into this show. Yeah, and he's going to do... Uh, through the I finals, hope we get big enough out. where I ain't got to mess with you no more. Is that mean to me to say? Like, we get no, so I, big I, where it's just like Brandon just walked away. We don't even got to get big. We can just make that happen. <laughs> that was pretty big. I love <laughs> All right, so we have a whole show of things to talk about. Let's go ahead and get to the NBA Finals because that starts tomorrow night. We're taping this on a Wednesday, May the 30th, June 31st, 
June 1 is when the NBA Finals start. Heat, Nugs, nobody giving the Heat a chance. Nobody. Should we, though? Like, given what no. we see from them, should we? I don't think so. I think last round they matched up really well with Boston. Defensively, Boston didn't really have as much going on as Denver does. And offensively, Murray and Joker just – like, I'm not going to sit there and say – their levels above Tatum and Brown at their best, but I'm going off the recent resume of the playoff run. They're they're better than Tatum and Brown. Well, also give the Nuggets like their others, right? Like I mean, yes, right. Miami Heat's others are really good right now with Struce, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, and uh, Caleb Martin. But I'm talking about Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., KCP, Brown, and Brown, even though his last name is Braun, and a number of other players like. Denver goes eight deep, and they have consistency of playing with one another. I think yeah. the consistency uh, of what they've done versus the culture of heat, consistency versus heat, that's what I want to see in this final. Yeah, and I mean, we also have to consistency think like – Consistency versus Jim- culture, that's what I mean. Consistency versus culture, go ahead, though. Yeah, Jimmy's the true number one over at Miami, and then after that, it's kind of like, what do you get? Yeah, where the hell Bam been? Seriously, where yeah, the hell has he been? He, I don't know. I mean, there was a statistic I think I saw after the last game that when he scores over – 20 points, they're, like, damn near undefeated or are undefeated, something along those lines. So, it's like they really need to get him involved, but obviously you can't force it. Um, what I was going to say, Denver side, their number one's Joker. Clearly, he's their MVP candidate. No question. But like, no question. But, but when you think about it, though, like, game on the line, it, it's kind of Murray. So, it's like they have a 1A, 1B. Miami doesn't really have that. And then, to your point, Denver's bench is a little bit more consistent, a little bit more reliable. Like, Michael Porter Jr., he doesn't have the genetics that he has and the back injuries that he has. Like he's maybe a top twenty player in the NBA at this point. So that's my frustration. Crucial for him. My frustration is with Michael Porter Jr. I know he's had the injuries, but like he's had a relatively healthy season this year. He's I looked need, good this year. I need him to just be a dog out there. Like he has mm. the skill set and the talent to really dominate a game. But I've told you before offline, man, he defers. But he's, he's kind of got to. I mean, like, that's their offense. Like, Murray's really the only one-on-one player on that team. Outside of that, it's a lot of really good team ball. No, I give you that. I give you that. And, and it's great hey. team ball. Actually, it's actually really fun to watch. I don't want you uh, messing a good thing up. Like, I've put the over on almost every prop bet for Michael Porter Jr., and it's hit for me this offseason. Like, he's been my guy. He's making money for me. I, I owe him a food basket at the end of the year. If, you, if he wasn't so... If his nickname wasn't Mega Porter Jr., I would support him a little bit more openly. <laughs> Mega Porter Jr. Remember they started calling uh, Micah Parsons Mega Parsons too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the internet is wild. Um, I just – I sit there and I look at this series and I want to not count the heat out. I genuinely want to not count them out because of what we've seen from them over the past three oh. series to win the East. But I don't, I don't look at them and think it. that they are anything capable – of maybe at best two wins, at best two wins. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I hopefully they can keep it competitive. I, I think we're all in agreement. There's no world where Miami wins this series at this point. It's more: are we going to at least get three or four good games, or is this just going to be one of the worst NBA Finals of all time? That's I mean, I'm still going to watch it. I hate it when people do that. When okay, if big cities aren't playing, then they're not in it. I'm like. And, and I know we're jaded because this is a sports fanatical show, but I look at what those other people do and I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm really into Joker. I'm really into Jimmy. Like they're talented. 
I think their star is worth watching. But I guess the national media, national audience doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, it is what it is. What are you going to do? People are who they are. You don't have big marketing. Taking a step back from that, one thing that I saw the other day that I just got to put out there that's so true. Like, we want to, like, put all this air underneath the whole Boston, L.A. titles and all that. Boston's only won, what, like, one title in the last 25 years? And prior to that, I think the majority of them came when there was less than a dozen teams in the league. I do we, think they got a level Bill Russell back when they went no we, team. We, at some point, players. we got to, like, stop giving them, like, one of the best dynasties of all time. Like, yeah, if you've had 130 seasons 49 still get that, though. Right? Like, we still living up 49ers, and their dynasty is still living off Bill Walsh. But they've been pretty competitive even since. Like, they've been in Super Bowls since yeah. then. They've been in championship games. Whereas Boston, like, you know, other than the last couple of years and a couple of years with KG, they've made past the first round maybe twice in 20 years. I got to double-check the math on that. I can't run that right now. I'm sitting here looking out the window, bro. Um, but, I, yeah, I just – Who might be generous? I, I'm not knocking Boston. All I'm saying is, I want the Heat. I want to be able to like, yo, I'm riding with the Heat, but I'm too, I'm too smart to do that. It's Nuggets. It's not going to be close. They're going to eke out two wins, probably one in Miami in the three and four range, and then one to full, hold off elimination. I can see them pulling a, a Philly, a one Philly here, and coming out game one just swinging and making okay, it a lot. Who more does Jimmy Butler step over there? Is Jimmy Butler going to play the AI role? Who he step over? It's going to be Joker's fat ass. He, he can't stay on his feet. Half the time. Have you ever watched a Joker run full steam down court? No, because he never like, runs full steam. The dude does everything. He, he, does, he does every now and then when he does. I'm like, he's going to fall in his face like that. There's like There's only one time I've seen Joker run full speed. That's when he ran in the back of Marcus and Marquise Morris. That's the only time he ever ran full speed. He's 260 pounds, and I think 220 of them are literally from his man boobs up. <laughs> Man, Joker gonna mess you up when you listen to the show, man. Hey, wait, hold up. We was texting earlier today. Wait, the cops, the cops rolled up on your house. Yeah, so the cops rolled up on my house. This is a story that has nothing to do with sports, but uh, for for our loyal listeners, they're all aware that I'm a huge fan of this show called "I Think You Should Leave" on Netflix. And for anybody that hasn't seen it, Tim Robinson's a former Don't, SNL trash. writer. No, it's not. It's comedic genius like either you get it or you don't if you don't get it i'm not saying you're an idiot but i also think like your sophistication to comedy writing and emotional writing just isn't on par and that's fine not everybody's gonna get it but to say that he's he's a very loud dude like a very loud dude like his it's he's gonna catch you off guard with a lot of things so i end up getting a crown yesterday you know never a fun day get home six o'clock and I'm just like, as soon as this Novocaine wears off, like, I'm going to smoke a bowl. I'm going to watch this new season of I Think You Should Leave. Been two years since we've had one. I'm looking forward to it. So I do everything that we're talking about. And you've been in my place. You know, I got like the Sono system. Like, they're pretty good speakers. And we all know, like, you know, certain commercials, like where the volume's just crazy loud. And it's like literally triple whatever you were initially watching. So as I'm doing this, you know, put it on, put the volume on, like at a fairly good level, it's, you know, locked in. This is like the premiere for me. Fast forward about 30 minutes, one of the episodes, one of the skits, like he is just screaming bloody murder and, you know, just hit the bowl, whatever. And I even like turned it down right after I'm like, damn, that was really loud. 
Fast forward about five minutes, all of a sudden, three cops pull up to my place. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, I'm like, there's no way that has anything to do with what I was just watching. And you've been to my place, too. Like, it's a very quiet, like, for being in the middle of LA, it's real chill. And I got the two front windows open, so I'm sure it, like, carried outside. So sure enough, yeah, I'm, uh, I go, and I, I'm peeking it out the window to see what it is. And as I'm doing that flashlight right in my face in the window, I'm like, all right, I look super suspect now. So they come to the crib and they're like, hey, we got a disturbance. Somebody was screaming that somebody may need help. Blah, blah. I'm like, guys, like I'm watching. Anyways, you get the gist of it. it so did you play the episode for show. them? No, but when I told him what it was called, the one guy's like, are you getting smart with me? Are you telling me to leave? I'm like, no, that's the name of the show. Like, I felt like I was in a Tim Robinson skit as it was happening. I'm like, <laughs> I'm really going to get shot by the police over a You're like, I'm TV watching. Skit. I think you should leave. And they're just yeah. like, what does that mean, sir? I know the, the, the show is I think you should leave. What? What? No, you're telling. No, I'm not leaving. You're coming with me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all he heard. He's like, I think you should leave. He's like, you're getting smart with me. And he's like, I need to make sure you don't have a weapon on you. And like, is anybody here? I'm like, oh my God, I'm here alone. Like, in the you should have just played. Like, I would have just rewound the episode. Once again, things is a black man. I'm like, hey, look, man. Nope. Here's yeah. the show. Y'all see it. Boom. That was it. Yep. Yeah. I, w- I was about to get there, but I really just didn't even want them to, wanted them to come in and deal with it too much. Cause like I said, I just hit a bull. I know it's legal in California, but there's still this like weird, like, wait, was it officer a hole and B dicks? The officers <laughs> from Friday after next. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, that, uh, I couldn't even make that up. That, that was pretty wild to have them come running up on me over, over a television skit. Uh, shout out to my neighbor, whoever called the cops, like, Part of me is kind of like a little insulted, but also appreciate the fact that, you know, you stepped in thinking somebody really needed help. Or they thought you're a killer. They that was the other part I was thinking you, too. And, and they're I just like, he's feel that way, Right? I get it. I, I could see it. If, if you've never talked to me, I have that level of resting bitch face and I'm not the most like small talk, like, hey, neighbor, how you doing kind of person. So whatever. It is what it is. Keep your distance. Yeah, clearly. And, and you keeping your distance when your neighbors don't know you and think you're killing somebody. They get the pump out of your house. Man, look, man, the fans <laughs> knock on my door. I'm not answering. Just cut I off all the but don't leave. push me. Um, California's also in the news, not just because of neighbors who are vigilant. Yo, I was reading the other day, like, y'all will, State Farm is not insuring like, yeah. people in California anymore. Yeah, the wildfires, catastrophes, they're not insuring homes, like they're not taking applications. That doesn't shock me. As Mother Earth gets madder and madder us for the things we've done, it's going to be crazy. Like the valuation of catastrophic damage goes up year and year. And for those who don't know, my first couple of years out of college was in the insurance game. So I know what I'm talking about. So are, do you even question like, eh, I'm not buying anything out here in Cali? I mean, you're, I mean, just even car insurance, like auto insurance is basically like two and a half times higher here than any other state in the country. It, it's wild. There's for all the perks of living in California, there's so many reasons they hate it too. Everything's just taxes, insurance, everything's so crazy high. Yeah. I, I, even if I was rich, I don't think I could live out there. You know, I've, you've often heard me say, like, I have no desire to live west of Texas. But like, even if I was rich, I don't think I could afford to live in Cali because I would just say, look at all the money I'm wasting being here. Yeah, thank you for reminding me of the thing that gives me crippling anxiety every Sunday when I do my adult shit. Yeah, but don't worry. I'd move to freaking Nevada real quick, man. Nevada winning. They're about to get the Oakland A's. They got the Raiders. 
It's Vegas. Like, I would just move to Nevada. Um, I, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll need another reason to enhance my prop betting. Um, you got me level. intrigued by the over on Michael Porter Jr. Though. I'm going to look and see what the line is. Because if the line's at 12, I'll take you. But if it's like a 14, I'm not taking it. All right. I'll look and see. I'm going to do it right now. Also, I got to – usually I'm the one on this show talking about how music sucks, it's trash, it's horrible. Uh, there's no talented artists. I, I, and I, don't worry. You're still going to get that work tonight. But I do have to give props to one Summer Walker. She has this uh, EP out called Clear 2, Soft Life. And usually I'll be like, yo, just it's to be that toxic female energy I can't get down with. You know what? Her EP actually ain't bad. It's real R&B music, man. I'll check it out. I know I gave you a little bit of shit when you texted me about it originally. And I was doing it just because you're you and that's kind of what we do with each other. Like, you could be like, hey, like, something amazing in my life happened and for whatever reason you and i just default to dick mode but uh <laughs> i can say um i remember when i worked at apple music she had an ep or an album drop actually and you know we were doing a bunch of stuff around it and it was fire like she she's a really dope artist so that doesn't shock me but there's just so much like if i go through the queue of stuff that i still want to listen to over the last six months that i haven't gotten to unfortunately summer walker is just not high on that list right now no nah, she wasn't high on mine either but you know i sit on a train every day because some of us po we ain't got cars like brandon and yeah. i'm just sitting there like oh, let me try this i need to get out my shell and be like i think we all get to that age when you be 40 and you're just like yo this shit sucks i can say this shit sucks this music sucks Movie sucks. Fashion sucks. I have no problem saying that. That doesn't make me uh, old. Doesn't make me out of touch. No, y'all stuff trash. But to say that, you have to be exposed to it. So I listen to it. Give her her props on that. Soft life. If you got to listen to it, you got ten. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like twenty five minutes, ten songs. Give it a give it a run. All right, now that That's I've, I've now that I'm done being nice, yo, I listen to this trash shit on the way home today. Lil Durk, the rapper has a collaboration with Morgan Wallen, the country guy who dropped the N-bomb under the worst possible use of the N-word ever in the history of white people saying the N-word. Can we just get on the same page musically? Like, country music's not country music anymore. What people classify as country is just people that are too afraid to take a swing in the pop and hip-hop sector. So they call themselves country with like this pop and hip hop twist. And it's lazy. It's embarrassing. No, no, it's lazy because the label clearly was like, hey, look, bro, everyone still knows you dropped the N word and you're like just a bad person in general. How about you hop on with this little Dirk song? And they did <laughs> right. it. And it is horrible. Like, I cannot stress enough how horrible this song is. I'm going to look at the name of it. Hold up. Like it was on the little Apple, um, you know. Dude, don't even don't even put the name out there. You know how. Stand by me. That's the name of it. Stand by me. It's trash. And then guess what? Guess what? Apple gave me. I'm gonna let you hit me. But the next song Apple suggested on their new Music Daily was the Karma song with Taylor Swift and Ice Spice. Guess what that was as well? Trash. They don't play. They know your algorithm. Checking music out like that, they're only going to provide things that are worthy of your taste level. So that says more about your taste level than anything else. Nah, bro. Nah, man. That's here's the thing. They're always going to promote certain artists. Taylor Swift being one of them. And I think this Morgan Wallen dude, like whoever the whatever label he's with, and whatever backing he has, he continuously messes up, and they keep promoting this dude. But like, the songs suck, man. And I'm sitting on the train. And I'm just listening to this probably like five minutes, both songs. And I was like, God, why the hell would you even put this out? Like, y'all ain't even trying no more. 
I'm looking at a picture of him. I've never seen him before, and he looks like he smells like a mixture of like Doritos, Old Spice, and like stale PBR. And do don't forget, he looks like he drinks like you know them rednecks who be drinking like the Mountain Dew flavors ain't nobody ever heard of. That's what Buddy looked like. Sorry, Matt Zumdahl, he didn't mean anything by that. But how about this? He got a damn and little Dirk, like you, voice of the people, right? Like Dirk, what the hell was you thinking with this? Like, Man, come on now, of, bro. Come on. Like, yeah. you feel like they tried to do this for some movie. Like, they tried to put this little collab together, get on somebody movie sometime soon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when they, the forceful collaborations for soundtracks, that is one of the worst recipes besides whatever Interscope does with Imagine Dragons. That's in Maroon 5. Those are no, like, first the worst off, Imagine Dragons got ever. them Jeep commercials unlocked. If Jeep dropping, and I used to hold a Jeep, if Jeep dropping an SUV, please believe Imagine Dragons going to be on the commercial. <laughs> Someone said Imagine Dragons is like the new version of Nickelback, and that was one of the most accurate things I've ever read. <laughs> oh, man. So thus concludes our, uh, our music portion of the show today. All right, so I, I teased last week that I, I got finessed. And I said, let's hold on to it because we knew Jason Tatum wasn't going to last long. Let's talk about the shoes. We did. Y'all probably will never see the shoes because people don't wear basketball shoes, wear basketball shoes anymore. So back to me getting finessed. You know, once again, I joke about the fact I don't own a car. It's very inconvenient for me to have a car in New York City. There is no reason for me to have one. It's harder for me to go about my life with a car than without in New York. But every now and then you need a car. So I need to go pick some shit up, right? And I said, all right, boom, bet. I'm going to rent a car. I go to budget rental. Why? Because I'm on a budget. Yes, I go to budget. So what? So I go to budget, get the little $75 car, drive around, pick up my little things, just rent it for the day. Had it for like five, six hours. I run it back, drop it off. Just like everyone else, what do you do? You top off the gas. Cool, no problem. Get my bill as soon as I get home. Budget hit me for an extra $18, B. Listen to this shit. Fuel surcharge. I'm like, what do you mean fuel surcharge? It's on full. No, if you drive less than 75 miles, they charge you $18 off rip on that. And now I know y'all listen like finesse and $18. It's principality to this shit, Smokey. So anyway... Mm -hmm. They hit me with it, and then they're like, we can refund you if you have the receipt. Who prints the receipt when they get... If you ain't traveling for work, who printing the receipt for fuel on a rental car? No one. Finessed. And once again, it's $18, so I ain't losing no sleep over, but it's just principality. <laughs> and Have I got to share that story to y'all. Huh? Have you used Turo before? It's not in New York State. So for Damn, me to use Turo, I, I got to go to New Jersey to get it. So basically paying the extra amount just to take the train, just a lot of time wasted too. Yeah, it's just it's the time of it. New York right. and New York and Cali, like for as amazing of cities that are hosted in these states, these states really ain't shit sometimes. Oh, oh big facts. You hear me say that consistently. For as great as it is and we enjoy living here, you want to talk about finesses? Major American cities. That's the finesse of the show. That's the mm -hmm. finesse. Because I'm saying, hey, if you're sitting out there in Ames, Iowa, you're living good. Now, you ain't doing shit, but you're living good. And if you're in Ames, Iowa, thank you so much for listening to the show. I love Ames, Iowa. I love, you been? You know, these fly, for Yeah. For, I have family what the hell did you go to there. Ames, Iowa for? A family that used to live there. My mom's sister. Oh, so well, that, that would be your too, aunt, like, Okay. You know, so many people talk about, like, flyover states, like, they're the most negative thing in the world. Like, I get it. I, I get why there's that connotation, but also like not at all. Like it's an amazing place to not be stressed out. And like I went back to Indy 
what, two weeks ago, I took my mom out to brunch. That final bill was $44. And, like, I didn't take her ass to Mickey D's. Like, it was, you know, Indy's got, like, a nice, a lot of nice, like, boutique-style, you know, spots where you can get food. And I got that bill. I'm like, that in L.A. would have been, like, $144, no doubt. So don't knock it till you try it. I was actually in uh, Indy last weekend as well. Cheap think? living. Cheap it looks living. different, doesn't it, though? No, it literally looks the exact same as I left it. Well, I was in downtown. I'm sure down- I heard downtown kind of got bad, though. But anyways. It looks the exact I'm, same. Not Nothing digress. has changed. But, hey, shout out Indianapolis, Indiana, where we met. Um, and always have a good time. Look, man, like I said, the finesse is of not even just New York and L.A. Like, I was reading an article today in the Wall Street Journal was saying, like, housing prices and kind of how the interest rates are making them drop, but still not, like, enough where people can't afford houses. So the finesse right. is a major, once again, the finesse is the major American city. Your finesse Facts. out of money consistently. I saw this it one meme. So it's like, I can either make $4 last three days or I can go outside for five minutes and lose $150. That's what it's like Man. being in a city. It's so true. But then like, I, I think about that all the time. And my mom's a perfect example. Like she was thinking about building a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Like that's what her retirement was going to be and everything. And then she's like, there's not even a hospital within like 45 minutes of this place. She's like, why, you know, why would I want, and it's always those things. Like you have to think there's so many different levels, like peace in mind actually costs you a little bit too, because you're without a lot of these things. Cause everything's just in the infrastructure of these bigger cities. That's true. That is true. Um, so Love you gotta find, you know, Find find the happy balance between all that. All right, so we're getting to the end of the show. Once again, NBA Finals begins tomorrow night. What you saying, man? Who's going to win it? How many games? I'm going to say Denver and six. I'm with you on that one, Denver and six. I think Miami can eke out two. Adam um, Silver's got the memo out there. He's not going to let it be anything less than six for the exact reason that you mentioned. He's got the, the script out. <laughs> he got the memo out. The script is out. All right, so if they listen to Ames, Iowa, what should they do today, bro? Be kind to your fellow man. Be patient with everybody. Each one, teach one. Can reach them, reach them, teach them. All that shit. What you got, Spells? Man, same thing I always say. Every week, every show, everything I've been doing for the last three years. Put your people on so they can put their people on. We will see you all right back here again next week when the Nuggets are probably already up for again. <laughs> Peace. Oh.